Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Lux. With? I was about to explain that this is not your normal programming, but this is yet to be taken over by the one, the only. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm really setting myself up for failure here, aren't I? I mean, you haven't. Being hosted by the lovely Ryan and Amy. Yeah. Preferably well... Ryan, because I agreed to host, host? this evening. Think you're going to continue to talk over the top of me or <laughs> you're going to let me host? Okay, sure. But the floor ti- is yours. But in typical my uh, fashion, I talked a really good game and said I would prepare and <laughs> I've literally not prepared at all. Yeah, that's um, classic you. But that's fine. I'm going to wing it and it's going oh, to be great. You're sure. going to get amazing feedback. You're probably going to get the most amount of views. Views. I was thinking likes, but yeah. this is not Instagram. <laughs> it's beyond the likes, babe. <clears throat> I came up with a name. Remember yeah. that. Uh, have, I I, been, have I been credited for that? No, no. I'm pretty sure I credited you in the first episode ever. Yeah. You got you got the glory. So coming back to it, I'm hosting, which means sure. you're answering my questions. Have you even got questions no, for me? But I did. So you could have done this last week. I've been busy. You are as unprepared tonight as you were last week, correct? Yeah, you have to remember, I have other responsibilities that I need to be prepared for. This is your responsibility that uh, you need to be prepared you for. You put your hand up and You said, forced me into it and oh, I said, please. if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do a good job. And here we are and no. I will still do a good job unprepared. Okay. So. Yeah, sure. Whilst I have no specific questions <laughs> for this evening- I'm sure some will pop to my head. Sure. There was something that I was thinking about over the weekend that I thought would drive a really good discussion. Hit me. And it was spending time individually with each of our kids Mm. and starting to, as they grow older, starting to realise the nuances and quirks that each of them have. Yes. And... I was keen to explore this a little bit more with you tonight. And the first one sort of that springs to mind, it's why do you think that like Bobby has ended up so like from a personality perspective has ended up so different to the other two, Mm -hmm. but then so much like me, whereas the other two are somewhat similar in personality, but they're much more... Even chilled, chilled, and even sort of tempered mm. than me. So, first question. Oh God, this is not what we discussed. <laughs> this is a curveball. Yep, I haven't prepared for these. That's the whole point, right? Okay. Yep. Sure. Off the dome. First question is what? Why do you think Bobby has embraced so much of my personality? Versus the other two and vice versa on the other two. Why have they embraced so much of your personality? I find it odd that they're so – like I know kids are meant to be different but – This is – it sounds really bad when I say it out loud but I think – I think when I had Charlie, I – Charlie had almost two years of my undivided attention and so by default she will – will probably be the most like me because she's picked up on all my quirks and my mannerisms and my chilledness and my kind of go with the flow type attitude, borderline a little bit lazy. Are you looking at work stuff? <laughs> you're shit. I was actually you're, about to write some notes. Yeah, right. Well, and prepare while you're responding. Um, I'm listening. 
And then I think when Bobby came along, he was he always had to share me, right? So he always only ever got 50% of me. And then what happened was Kobe came along. And so Bobby had to third me and he's only got thirds. But what has happened is Charlie's gotten a bit older and she doesn't need to depend on me so heavily. And you've stepped in because Bobby's grown up because you're shithouse with babies, but you're great with toddlers. And so you and Bobby have probably started spending so much time together. And then that's given me lots more one-on-one time with Kobe. So I think that Kobe and Charlie are very much like me. I think it would have been inevitable for all three to be similar to me. I think Bobby has like proper middle child syndrome whereby he didn't, he never really got one-on-one time with me. And that's why I think he bonds so well with you because Charlie and Kobe are such mummies. No, they're such mummies. I was the only one that was available. Well, they're such mummy and mummies boys and girls and Bobby has just been like oh okay well I'll go to dad and that's where I get my one-on-one time from and I think that's what he craves I think that's what every kid craves they want like undivided attention that's why Bobby on his own is like a gemstone do you like do you think though right with other families and it's probably like when a question we would need to ask is it so lopsided in terms of like favorite parents like because I wouldn't even say it's like 60-40 with like Bobby's interest in me. It's like a hard 90-10. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably the same with Charlie, right? Like Charlie will – like every time we go, I go, I'm going somewhere. Do you want to come? She's like, what are you doing, mum? And she'll – no matter – I could be going to eat bloody fairy floss and she'll be like, mum, what are you doing? You'll be like, I'm going to do a poo. And she's like, I'm coming with you to do a poo. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm just like... And Kobe's the same. Kobe's probably not a 90-10 scenario, but it's definitely a 75-25. If I I threw fairy floss at him, he would probably come with me. I think most, from what I've spoken about with other parents, I think it can be like flavour of the month type situation, or I think it is quite common for children at such a young age to kind of favour. Like, I I still favour. Like, I still will always, I love Big B, but I would still always choose to go and hang out with my mum over my dad. So let me ask you this question then, okay. right? Tom and Ben, mm. would they both choose your mum or your dad? I was just wondering, is the Charlie thing a gender thing with you where it was like, no, I don't think I don't, it is a gender thing. I don't think it's a gender thing because I've got girlfriends whose daughters are just besotted in their dads. I actually don't think it comes from like, I don't think it's a, a bad thing either. I don't think, I actually think Ben would hang out with Big B and I think Tom would probably hang out with my mum. And look, that's a similar dynamic to us. Do you think later on in life then that like Charlie will be your confident and like Bobby will be mine or... Do you think it would like? I think yes. Sweet. I think our strong relationships will stay as is. I hope that I become closer with Bobby. He doesn't like you, by the way. <laughs> he does like me. Like, Bobby. Shit. No, Bobby loves me, but I just can't give him. So why can't you give him? So you can't. Because saying... okay, I'll tell you why. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because whoa, whoa, whoa. Charlie and Kobe. No, no. Because Charlie and Kobe won't ever fucking go with you. They will not go with you. So they will. It's, it is true. Charlie. They're on me like leeches. And so by default, Bobby has to. Like, So let me ask a different question. Do you think it's fair on Bobby that you're not of giving course, him? Of course I don't. But do, you, if you, do you feel bad about that? Are you fucking with the 
fuck are you I'm just, doing? I'm, I'm, this is a form of therapy tonight. <laughs> Welcome not- to Ryan's therapy hour. <laughs> we are not doing this on a podcast. We're just talking. You're we're, trying to throw me deep. under the bus. Yeah, yes. we are. Do you? Do yes. I feel bad that both of my children love you more than me? Like, not bad, but slightly jealous. Yeah. Do well. I don't get jealous. Am I riddled with guilt that I cannot spread my love evenly? Yes. I struggle with it every single night when I go to bed and you just start snoring within like one second and I lie down. No, but they make a proactive choice not to hang with me. You make a proactive choice not to hang with Bobby. No, that's not true at all. I make a proactive choice to hang with all of them, but you can see how Kobe is with me. He's so affectionate and so attached. Like even when we're at a shopping centre, Bobby will just bolt, right? He runs off. Kobe hovers around my legs. When we're at my mum and dad's house, he Bobby is in the playroom or he's outside or he's just playing, whereas Kobe doesn't leave my side. Kobe is very, very attached to me. So why do you which, think he's attached? Oh, it's probably a codependency thing at the moment because he's my last baby and I love – he's just a – he's a full-blown mummy's boy and I never had that with he Bobby. Is, he is probably, A, the most affectionate and, B, the most, like, cuddly and, like, sooky and stuff. But yeah, do you think that's a – Byproduct of your parenting? No, because strike the first. Two, the Sorry. Strike two, by the way. What strike two? You've created two issues with our children. <laughs> oh my god! Three, you're out. You're fucking out, mate. You've got one kid who has had to like you. This is a PG had... podcast. No, it's actually not. It's an explicit podcast. They yeah, when flag... you talk about your dildos and stuff here, grub. Well, <laughs> that was one episode. I'm getting a sex therapist on. You know. That'd be cool for yeah. you. Yeah. For, it'll be cool for you. You should listen. You well, might learn a few things, like where well, the clit is. You can't teach. You can't teach an old dog <laughs> new tricks, mate. You know that. This is very true. Do you feel bad that this is not you questioning me, by the way? <laughs> this is me questioning you. So don't try and ask me questions. Moving right along. <laughs> okay. Like on the same vein, if you had to describe our children in like three words, each of them individually, how would you describe them? Hard question, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I'll nail it. Um, I find that Charlie is very smart. I find her very, very smart. And I find her genuinely very inclusive. Like, she never wants to leave anybody out and she's very thoughtful and caring. Inclusive. I, I kind of got loving. What did you say? Smart and inclusive. I said smart and she's very inclusive. Like, she, if someone's crying... But- what? To be caring, like you've kind of wrapped caring up in inclusive. She's including, so she's caring for other people. Okay. And then I think she is a little bit lazy. <laughs> she's massively lazy. She's like you, though. She's a lazy bones, yeah. She's, I mean, I, I think listen. I think you're lazy. Like she's, she's not lazy, lazy, but she's a plotter. She's like, I'll get to it. She's very, yeah, no, she's lazy. Like, I still have to dress her. She's almost seven. She's like, oh, God. make you feel better about your laziness. Uh, No, I can – I have my lazy days. But anyway, Bobby, I think he's a do-gooder. So the reason why him and Kobe fight all the time is because I'll say something to Kobe. I'll say, no, Kobe, don't do that. Put that back. And Kobe won't. And so then Bobby's like, put it back, Kobe. And he, like, jumps to my defence. And he's meaning it from a good place. It comes across a little bit aggressive, but he's like, he's very, I think he's going to be like 
a little bit like Ben, like a straighty 180, really wants to do the right thing at all times. I also think he is very... You haven't used three words, by the way. You've been like a bit descriptive, but three words. Was, was... Oh, you just want literally just three words. Well, like maybe the word and an explanation. Which okay, is maybe well, do-gooder. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Not a goody two-shoes. I mean, like, I mean it in a nice way. Like, he wants to do the right thing. He wants to definitely do the right thing. And then He's I... got a very strong moral compass, right? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> when it's coming, when it comes to someone else, he's got a very strong moral compass. When it comes to his own behaviour, that compass is thrown out the window. Yeah. He is high energy from the minute he wakes up until the minute he goes to sleep. I would agree with that. When we jumped in the bed the other day and he was like, it was literally 5.45 and he was in my ear going, cereal. <laughs> yep. Cereal. Monster trucks. Cereal. Yeah. I was like, it's 5.45. I would say that he is, what's another word to describe Bob's? Frustrated. No, he's he has big emotions. Yeah. He is a sensitive little thing and he struggles to, This again, this is not a word, some big emotions, is that a word? Too. Spirited. Can I use that word? He's very spirited. Um, and then Kobe, I would say he's, crazy affectionate, very, very loving. Like he's the guy that wakes up every morning and he's like, are you happy, mum? Are you happy, dad? I'm happy. Love you. <laughs> love you. I love you. I love you, mum. He, but he's a very good listener, Kobe. If I say, Kobe, come downstairs, he'll be like, I'm coming, mum. Whereas I have to say it like 480 times to get Bobby and Kobe down, uh, Charlie down. And by the end I'm like, get downstairs now. <laughs> I genuinely feel like he is the like follows the rules and the requests. He's the most obedient in oh. a very disobedient sibling group. I don't disagree with each of those points, but when you were talking then about what like you like you'll grow up to be like Ben, what do you think like each of them will grow up to do or to be like maybe like I know occupation doesn't define someone, but have you ever thought about what do you think they'll do for like jobs and stuff like that? I can I can see Charlie doing teaching or something like that. I don't know. Or even like midwifery or something or being a nurse. I see her helping other people. Or maybe that's Kobe. Kobe's so obsessed with babies. It's a hard question. Sorry. I don't know actually. What do you think Bobby would do? Something that he can display energy and stuff. So maybe something like... I don't know, like the police force or like the firemen or something. SWAT. Yeah, maybe even like the army or something. Loves like a team, like team spirit. Maybe he'll be an NRL player. Maybe. Or maybe that's Kobe. I think Kobe's destined for the front row, but Kobe's too much of a softie. <laughs> you would have been a softie at one stage. Maybe. Okay, keep going, buddy. You're running short on questions. We're only uh, 17 minutes in. Don't choke. That's my job done, yeah, for the night. Mate, this is a If you third, want me to go for another eight minutes, this is a th- you need to go and make me a hot chocolate. Can we push pause and hot chocolate? No, we can't push pause and a hot chocolate. This is a 30-minute podcast, so right. you've dropped the ball. I'm switching up the, the questions because this is question time with um, Ryan and Amy. Ryan Gerard. If there was no Instagram yes. and you like having a think about when the kids go back to school and like potentially re-entering the workforce, what do you think you're going to do? Do people know what you used to do? 
I used to, I'm sure most people do, I used to, weirdly enough, I worked in advertising. I worked in advertising for like oh, 10 years or something on the buying side of things and then I went across to creative and I worked in TV production for quite some time and then, curveball, I, long story short, I was going to move to Auckland to be with my boyfriend, my Kiwi boyfriend at the time. This is not the question that I asked. <laughs> I don't know you've segued <laughs> I've, I've, Are you getting jealous? No, it was just like. Are you jealous? You know oh, dry your sure. eyes. He's crying. Um, Have you ever known me to be jealous? No, you're the least jealous person on earth. Are you okay, Start doing the tango on TV. Okay. (laughs) On TV or on the podcast? podcast, No, but I needed to explain the story. It was leading into why I ended up working as a paralegal. Went from being in um, TV production to um, having no job and then I took a maternity leave cover in a paralegal role in like a high corporate in-house legal team and it was really good money. (laughs) So I ended up doing that for the last, what, two, three years? That's where I met you. So no, I don't think I would ever go back to being a paralegal. I remember after Charlie, it had been like six months and I remember I went and had a chat with my boss and I was like, oh, can I come back permanent part-time? And she was like, you and I both know that it's hard enough to cram in five days work in the week like you will just you'll struggle so I extended my mat leave and then what I was about to say but working environments have changed yeah but not as a paralegal like that the lawyer that I was supporting she needed a paralegal every single day Monday to Friday and maybe that's a bad example but I think you'll find that the workplace is very different now than it was five years ago just in terms of flexible working arrangements yeah I don't know. I have no idea. I felt like everything I've done so far has mirrored my mum's life. She had three kids in close succession and then she kind of just did whatever it was. You know, she had, well, she had like eight years off and then she just kind of did whatever it was so that she could always be there for us. So she was working in schools. And so, I used so to I'm think- going to stop you here just quickly because I'm, I'm currently looking at the wall and I'm going, there is pen all over the wall. And I'm going to ask you, you, did that happen today? I That's the first time I've seen it. So what happened today? Is that the first time you've seen it? Correct. Yeah. It wasn't here yesterday. That was Bobby. It happened on your watch. That was- <laughs> oh, like how Charlie's broken three bones so, on your watch? What I'm hearing is that you kind of don't know what you want to do. <laughs> I've come back after my initial rage has subsided. From what? From the pen all over the wall. I, um... Yeah, I I wouldn't know what I would be doing if I didn't have Instagram or the podcast or writing for the latch. I feel like everything's kind of fallen into place. I haven't really actively tried to build a community on Instagram or it, it's all just happened organically. I don't like that word, but it has happened organically and authentically and it's opened doors for me and so that I can now financially help Contribute to the mortgage and stuff. But, like, what would you, like, what do you want to do? Oh, in, like, five years' time, I would love to do my midwifery course. I'd love to do something that involved helping women, you know, through their pregnancy and giving birth and 
even the aftercare part, I feel like that is such a huge part of a woman's life. Funny, when I asked that question, I was like in the back of my mind, I was like, that's where I was thinking you would get the most fulfillment from. Oh, yeah. I feel uh, like... And it was specifically aftercare too, which came to my head. So it's funny you said that. That is when a woman is the most vulnerable, especially with their first child. Like you are just, wow, knocked for six. And it, it's nothing, nothing can really prepare you for motherhood. And not in a bad negative way. It's just support is paramount. And I would love, love, love to be able to be that person I'd probably neglect my own family. <laughs> but part of the reason I asked that question, right, was because I don't know where it was. It was about three weeks ago. I think it was when you did something with Lee when you were staying in the city and you were like, introduce yourself and you just like were like super awkward Sally and like you didn't know how to introduce yourself. You're like, oh, I'm Amy. Uh, bleh, bleh. And <laughs> I, I was like, like talking about myself. Yeah, but I was more like, is that because you don't know your identity or you're not – comfortable telling people like what you do and what you're all about or I just I remember reflecting going and Lee was like hey I'm doing this this and this and this and whilst your journey's different mm. like you delivered it with no confidence or no like like a low self like a low self-esteem that's probably the wrong word but I don't feel like I have low self-esteem I don't like well, saying don't have low self-esteem because you'll slut drop on the dance floor at the sniff of pony. Firstly, I don't, I don't never would call myself an influencer. I don't like that word. I think content creator sounds a bit wishy washy. I don't like being like, ha, ah, yeah, I don't know. Okay, live, okay. live example. Yeah. And we've got on the Ryan Gerard sick podcast, Shit. we've got Amy. Introduce yourself, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy Gerard, mum of three. I write for The Latch. I've got my own podcast. It's way better than yours, Ryan. And I also do a little bit of content creating on Instagram. Is that better? Do I deliver that more? To be fair, you were a little, little bit I know. I think it's because... You said creating after yeah, you said you hate that. Yeah, I know, because what else do I call it, right? Because I think deep down at the back of my mind, I know that there's no respect for it and people just think... We're all wankers, and, and I get it because I I used to be one of them. Are you classified as a content creator? Yeah, Just create content for brands. Okay. Oh shit! That reminds me, I needed to post a portos tonight. Holy shit! Okay, I gotta do that after this. Um, well, I'm happy if that's the end of it. If you need to wrap it up, or <laughs> I don't know, Ryan is you're the host tonight. <sighs> Just trying to think. Any other is there questions? Any, any other dark? Questions that can put me on the spot. Have you got anything up your sleeve? Not really, right? Oh, this is this has been a this will be disappointing for my followers and my. Hopefully, they don't request me to come on again. Oh, they, you've got some fans out there that thought you were going to bring your A game, and you've brought like your H game. If you could sit at a dinner table with three people, who would it be? You're shaking your head, but like I don't know. Where are we eating dinner? Wherever you want. I would take my I mum. Was, I was looking for like more of a like a who do you find that's interesting out there that you are not friends with. Yeah. I, are I, you shaking your head because you don't like the question or are you shaking your head because you don't know the answer? No, it's not. There, there isn't anybody that I like. Idolise. Yeah. Is that bad? Do you idolise anyone? I don't idolise anyone, but like I have like I find some people interesting. Who? 
if I was going out to dinner, I would invite a comedian, like someone like the first one that came to my mind is Chris Rock because he just got punched in the face. But <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, that would be he would be a funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like think of then like a famous politician, like I don't know, like Nelson Mandela or Barack Obama. Oh yeah, I'd love to have dinner with him purely because he's interesting. But I still like I I don't know. I'd still choose to go out for dinner with my girlfriends over him. Okay, well that puts an end to the question, <laughs> doesn't it? That's so uninspiring. Your audience is currently going, "Oh my god, she's so boring." I'm. How am I boring? I just like who I like. So there's no one out there that you would find it interesting to have a conversation with. I would love or- to have Tom Hardy at the table. <laughs> Tom Hardy, Jason Momoa, Amy Schumer, I think she would be funny. Yeah, I reckon she'd have a similar personality to you. Amy Schumer. So, like, a comedian, then just two of my whole passes. <laughs> You've pretty much just stolen my idea. All right, then. If you're talking of, like, hot, hunky men. I've just told you. If you I'm, had to shoot or shag. Or marry. Is that the game? Yeah, shoot, kill or marry. Go. But you you have to give me three guys and then I have to tell you who Oh, I'm is that how kill. this game works? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, who was the first one you said? Tom Hardy. Yep. Who's the other guy? Moana. Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Moana? No. Isn't that a cartoon? Yes, With and Chris it's, Rock? she's a girl from Hawaii or something. Who else do you find you need to help me? Um, and myself. I would shoot you straight away. <laughs> I've done the shagging and the marrying, I, I know. I wouldn't turn up. <laughs> I know what that feels like. Nah, I would I'd definitely shag Tom Hardy. I'd shoot my, Jason and I'd marry you. I heard Tom Hardy's got a small dick. <laughs> I've heard otherwise. <laughs> Smaller than yours? Very small. <laughs> Minuscule? <laughs> Microscopic. <laughs> okay, now, you know what? You've made it to 30 minutes so you can wrap it up. Well, um... I appreciate everyone for listening. Did you do you have like a a witty saying or something that you want to impart on out on a, anyone? Not really, no. Okay, you can just wrap it up then. Appreciate everyone's time. Um, I know that you'll all be requesting me my <laughs> services back very services shortly. Like you're a gigolo, but don't because <laughs> I prefer my Monday nights. <laughs> yeah. With a beer and Monday night footy wrap up. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. First time caller. Yeah. Last time listener. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. That was the big man. He didn't do too bad of a job, did you? You should see how he is sitting. It, it's just, it's not a vibe. Like what, what? It's like sloth mode. Uh, Hold on. How am I sloth mode? I'm literally sitting down on the floor. But your feet are up on the lounge. The my feet are up on the lounge. I've still got my work clothes on because you pounced as soon as I got home. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us. If you do like Ryan being on, we'll get him on occasionally. Obviously, when he's in a bit of a better mood, he's on his man periods today. But I will chat with you all next Wednesday and have a wonderful week and weekend. Mwah.